If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. People in your soul family, those souls that you've incarnated with before, are your main cast of characters in this play of life. Today we're talking about signs that you've met someone that you've had a past life with. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. This is Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium at SedonaMedium.com. And I am Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten. Hello. Oh boy, we are in the middle of Mercury retrograde. I mean, we're a little bit past the middle point at this point. Thank goodness for that. And then we just had the lunar eclipse. So there's just been a lot of energy going around. We did an episode about the beauty of Mercury retrograde previously, but I'm feeling it today a little bit in the last couple of days, in particular since the eclipse. It's like things have kicked up even more. And I always notice that my experience of Mercury retrograde is really dependent on the level of will that I'm trying to exert out into the world. And the more that there's the sense of radical acceptance and surrender and really listening 
intuitively to the messages that are coming through and living in that softer way, the more I'm in harmony, the more I'm like getting that chance to flow with the universe again and release more and more of that willpower that's just trying to like hit up against the brick wall of Mm -hmm. Mercury retrograde. So I was in a boat one time that we were in this river. It was going along pretty well and our motor died. And so we're in this river and we're kind of floating along. The boat turned completely around backwards and it's going, so it's going backwards the wrong way, right down the river. We're still Mm -hmm. technically going down the river, but we're going backwards. So we had to figure out a way to get the boat turned back around. But in that moment, that reminded me of sometimes how retrograde feels. It's like, yes, you're still flowing along, but you're looking the wrong direction (laughs) and you don't know what is coming up behind you. And the boat is pointing in the wrong direction as well. And it kind of feels like that sometimes. It's like you have to understand that, and in reality, everything was fine. The boat Mm -hmm. was fine to be going that way. It didn't flood. You were floating, right? We were floating. (laughs) We were taking on water. We didn't hit any rocks. We were good to go. But it just felt like sometimes that's how it feels is that Mm -hmm. you have to understand that everything is going to be okay and you have to keep telling yourself everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Just keep moving forward and figure out your path as you go along sometimes. Sometimes it helps me to, like, I find comfort in releasing that willful side and recognizing that, you know, there are these indications where I'm not in control. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness for that. You know, I have certainly been wrong in my personal life on occasions where I've thought, you know what, I I think I really want this and pushing forward. And then it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out for a reason for something beautiful to happen. And, you know, a dream that I didn't know that I had comes into fulfillment as Mm -hmm. a result. I mean, there's just a beauty in recognizing that there is a higher level of orchestration and universal weaving that's occurring that doesn't have me at the helm because conscious me is pretty ignorant in many ways, just like all of us are. So it's nice to sometimes get that reminder as frustrating as it is, especially when you're dealing with technology or I don't know. I feel like the theme of this retrograde for me has been about letting go of expectations because I'll start the day with this concept Mm -hmm. of I'd really love to do this today, and then I'm going to do this today. And and then you're going to see this by the end of the day. And what has happened is like none of those things right, yeah. pretty consistently yeah, yeah, <laughs> throughout yeah. this. I'm right there with you. Some, I see my to-do list with no check marks on it something, sometimes. Something else is happening. But like the cool thing is it's made room for something else to occur, mm-hmm. and I've been able to find pleasure or peace or reconnection in the things that are coming in rather than just these what are probably in the big picture these hollow accomplishments these hollow little things so it's a good thing in the big picture so today I thought we would talk about how you can recognize people who are in your life now that you have known in a previous lifetime So some certain signs or indications that perhaps you have had other times with them and that they are part of a more continuous story in your life. Maybe you're just aware of the interactions you've had in this time, but perhaps there are 
other times and other chapters in your soul's story that they have played a significant or big role. So in between our lifetimes, we are very connected with what's our soul family. And our soul family are those other beings and souls that are traveling with us on the same vibration. We are learning similar things. We're growing in similar ways. And we are doing it together. We're incarnating regularly with your same soul family. So we might think of that as like a classroom. So it's the people who are in your grade Mm -hmm. in the class, and you are regularly reincarnating with these same people just in different roles over and over and over again. I like to think of our soul family, those that we're really doing in-depth learning with, like the main characters in a movie. So they are the really significant, important players, the ones that you know hold significant roles, even if they're not there for a long period of time, if they have a strong impact on you as a character, that has a good indication that that was a potentially contracted or likely contracted relationship. Those other people from other soul family groups act as like extras in the movie or like side quests. They don't usually have the same connection with us in a contracted way because we are usually doing that intensive work within the family group. However, you can have contracts with people outside of it. But in general, we're just talking generalities here. In generality, you're thinking about the main characters are soul family members, and then the extras and the side quests are usually those people who are outside of your family that you are learning and growing with as well. So let's talk about some indicators that you might recognize of people who are in your soul family, people that you have incarnated with on multiple times, multiple lifetimes, multiple experiences, and you've learned together, keeping in mind that people are going to play different roles for you. So Maybe they were a villain for you, but they're really your best friend in the spirit world, mm-hmm. but they're they're holding us important role. And I like to think of that as those people who are holding that continuous growth, even though it's hard growth and it can be painful and really uncomfortable. It's those people who are holding us accountable to the significant devotion that we have towards our own evolution. Those are the people who, even though they're challenging, even though they're hard, aren't allowing us to give up on that healing, aren't allowing us to live as less. And so even though they're hard, we can also say thank you. And we can also recognize as much as they may make us grit our teeth here in the earth plane, that our relationship with them is definitely different in the spirit world. But let's talk about the first indicator that you have met someone from a previous life. The first one is sense of familiarity. And I say this one with caution because this one gets a lot of people in trouble. You might have that sense of like comfortability and like ease of conversation and the sense of being drawn in with this person really quickly because you have some past life history. But familiarity doesn't always mean that they played a great role for you Mm -hmm. or that they're reprising a good Mm -hmm. role. So I always think it's important. Familiarity is a good indicator, but also 
use that to bring your discernment to the situation to say, okay, this is someone who I know I've met before. We've done work together before. They are devoted to my growth and healing. I am devoted to their growth and healing because we are encountering each other together again. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a fully positive experience. So keep that in mind. But that sense of ease and familiarity and like comfort really is a good indicator. So to expand a little bit on familiarity, Imagine when you haven't seen someone in a long period of time, someone who you love, someone who has meant so much to you. Maybe it's a family member who lives across the country. You haven't seen them in several years. You finally get to go see them and you get off the airplane and there they are to pick you up and you give them a warm hug. And there's so much joy and exuberance and happiness to see that person again. And it just feels so warm and so good. In a way, that's what's happening when we reconnect with someone that we have incarnated with previously. We are remembering them from our time in between lives and our time in other lifetimes. And there's this, oh, it's you. Oh my gosh. It's so great to see you. I'm so happy to see you. How have things been? This is happening on a purely energetic level. And there's such a sense of exuberance and enthusiasm and happiness for seeing them and that, you know, deeper sense of connection, like, oh, there's something here for me to explore. That's what's happening. But it's purely energetic at that point. Our conscious self hasn't quite caught up. Another indication of meeting someone with past life connection for you is having really intense emotions. So either you're really, really drawn to them, you feel really super comfortable with them, you're in a trusting connection with them very, very quickly without that being earned, or you're just repulsed (laughs) by them for no logical reason. There's just something very personal about it to you and just, ugh, I don't want to be anywhere near that person. Keep them over there. You know, that's our memory of something that hasn't been healed, that we're still projecting on that person that is coming up to the surface that says, hey, this is still out in the ether that still needs to be dealt with, even if we're not supposed to play that back out with that same person. Maybe we're using a placeholder, so someone who you know steps in and helps carry that same lesson through another lifetime with us, even though it's not that same person. But those very intense, unearned emotions come from another place. And you want to pay attention to that. I know that people who are empaths and people who are very intuitive and really sensitive have that encounter all the time. <laughs> maybe you're in Walmart or maybe you're you know, out at the store or even sometimes you see a flyer for someone and you're either really interested or attracted or you're really repulsed by that energy. That's going to be different than what I'm talking about, which is a very personal sense. So you might be like, I'm going to avoid this person over here. Something just doesn't feel right about them or it feels off, like maybe they're not authentic or they're just, you know, secretive or not a great person or whatever it is that the story is that you have about that person inside. 
you know, that is different than what I'm talking about, which is an even more intense assessment of like, no, you're going to feel that sense of repulsion or stay away usually in your solar plexus. Like, "Mm -mm, I want to stay away from that person because it comes from an experience place. Something in their energy really triggered you or challenged you and it has said, nope, I don't want to interact with that person. Again, we're keeping in mind that we're projecting our own, you know, unhealed stuff onto it being about the person, which it's really not about the person. It's about our relationship with the lesson. The same thing for that desire for deep connection and deep closeness with someone you feel that it's going to be different than just like, oh, there's something about that person I like. There's something about that, like, oh, they seem interesting. It's a lighter feeling when it's not personal to you, when you don't have that past life connection. It's just like, oh, I get a sense about this person. The personal you've had a past life with somebody is like, there's something deep here to investigate. And I recognize that my response is weird, that my response is disproportional to any interaction that I've had with this person. It doesn't make sense. It's kind of illogical. Like, I don't know where it's coming from. Enough to where you're questioning it yourself. So that leads us into the third, which is feeling like you're playing catch up to try and understand all of these feelings. You're noticing that you're having an intense response, that you're having an unusual reaction. You're like really drawn or repelled by this person and you're just going like, what is going on here? Like, where is this coming from? Am I going a little bonkers here? You're noticing that it's something that's very unusual and you're trying to investigate inside of yourself. Why am I, you know, so disproportional in my response with this person? What is going on here? Anytime you find yourself asking, where is this coming from? That's usually an indicator of a past life scenario, either a lesson or the person. The last sign we'll talk about today is you're also going to notice that you feel like you can be more yourself or there's a sense of authenticity or knowing them and them knowing you that flows really easily between the two, especially for those people that you feel very drawn to. You feel that deeper sense of trust. You feel really attracted to their energy. That comes from when you are truly soul family. They do know you and their conscious self doesn't know you in the same way. Their conscious self is meeting you and trying to figure out how you're going to show up in their life in this lifetime. You're figuring out the same. But underneath that, there's this undercurrent of, you know, I know you. I know who you are as an energy. I've seen you in multiple different lifetimes. We've learned and we've grown together through a long period of time and you are part of my people. (laughs) So there's this sense of being able to be more authentic, to have less guards, to be more open than perhaps you might feel otherwise. I'm going to extend that out into communication When you're with people in your soul family, that communication usually, those that you really are resonating with in this lifetime especially, that communication flows more easily. There's a lot of unspoken understanding that happens because you're on the same vibration. It's easier to share this unspoken, completely energetic information with that person rather than, you know, trying to figure out how to translate (laughs) into that other person's language because you guys are speaking totally different energies. 
when you're on different, very different vibrational rates, that can be like speaking foreign languages. You just, you want to talk to each other. You just can't quite figure out how to speak the other person's language. So that's going to be different in soul family because you're coming from a very similar energy and that capacity to understand each other or interpret each other. And also to understand people's intentions because you kind of know them on a deeper level or you feel like you understand them on a deeper level. That can happen as well. A lot of times during readings, if people ask me, you know, have I had a past life with this person? Usually it's a family member or they're, you know, trying to understand a relationship with a romantic partner. Have I had this connection? If you're questioning it, the answer is almost always yes. Yes, you have. And then, you know, what helps is to learn from spirit. Well, what what was that about? What was the connection that happened previously? Because that can sometimes give you clues into what you're fulfilling in this lifetime, why the two of you have chosen to play these roles for each other. Maybe it's an extension of the learning that you've done previously. Maybe it's a fulfillment of a wish for the two of you from a previous lifetime. But if you're asking or really thinking, I don't know why, but I feel like I've had a previous time with this person, the answer is almost certainly that you have. And then explore, what is that about? What does it mean for you? Knowing how what you have learned together previously or the type of role that they've had for you in the past is going to flavor how you see them in this lifetime also. Let's say you have a husband in this lifetime who was also several lifetimes before was a older brother for you or a father for you. You might be more sensitive in this lifetime to feeling like you're projecting some old stuff from that lifetime onto them. So you might be sensitive to them controlling you. Be like, you're trying to tell me what to do, or you're controlling me, or you're making these decisions for me. You're going to feel a little bit more maybe projecting that old relationship from the past into your current. And it may be a sensitive spot for you. And you may be like, why do I have such an intense reaction about this? Mm -hmm. Well, you're projecting a lot from that time. So it can flavor your interactions. You might have had someone who is a benefactor for you in a previous lifetime. And so you feel very supported, very open, very comfortable with them. And that also is going to flavor your interactions with them in this lifetime, even though it's not conscious. There's a part of you that always remembers. If you've reincarnated with someone who has been a child for you in the past, even though they're in a different relationship or a different role, maybe they're your sister this lifetime, or maybe they're your mother this lifetime, you may play out that mother role with them still, where even though they're in a different position in your life, when you're connecting with them, you find yourself naturally taking on this mother energy of and caretaking type of energy. That's another way that these relationships can play out in a bit of an unconscious way because that energetic pattern and dynamic is still there until you guys continue to shift it and explore it a little bit more. And that's going to be particularly potent if you've played similar roles over a few lifetimes. So if that person has been a child for you in a few lifetimes, if they were a child for you in one lifetime and then they are a sister or brother for you and you were the oldest and you were a caretaker for them, 
in that lifetime, or you're a nanny for them somehow in another lifetime, or you are a nurse and we're a caregiver for them. So there's all these different roles and ways that that can play out. And the more that you've had a bit of a similarity there, the stronger that impulse and that urge to play out that old dynamic is. But keep in mind, this lifetime is an opportunity every time to like greet that person in a fresh way, because you're coming to them with a new energy. You're coming to them with a new energetic story. Here you are in between lives you know, you haven't had your review of this lifetime yet. They haven't had their review of this lifetime yet. You haven't had a chance to talk about the growth that you've experienced. So keep in mind, you are coming to this relationship in a new way with a new opportunity to be empowered, to project your best self, to show and demonstrate the wisdom that you have learned. And regardless of the role that they're playing for you, to feel as much love and gratitude as possible for that. Even those people who are really difficult. We talked about familiarity. There's a lot of divorced people out there <laughs> right now who recognize or know that you know they had that strong, familiar impulse and connection and then ran with it and realized later, oh, wait, that wasn't for us this lifetime. That's old energy. So we have to you know bring our higher awareness, our intention, and our growth into every interaction and just appreciate and be grateful even when they are challenging relationships, even if it's something where we feel like it's been hard. Know that when someone is a part of our soul family and our journey, that they are our partners in healing. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Sending Mercury Retrograde blessings and peace your way. May your river be flowing in the right direction over the course of the next few days until we come into that direct energy. And in the meantime, let's, you know, surrender and release and let go of that willfulness, that ego, that insistence, that perfection energy and really sit into the power of our own self, of our own being, of our own sense of deeper connection that everything is truly okay. Everything on a deep level, no matter what's happening in our life, is truly okay. Thanks for joining us. Much love. Many blessings. Many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.